Welcome to the Deadlock Podcast. My name is James. I'm one of the co-founders of Deadlock, and this week it'll just be me and Tony piloting this ship. It's been about a week since the launch of WWE 2K20, so it's only right that we give our thoughts of it in its current state. I mean, I was recently in a $50,000 WWE 2K20 tournament, so we're also going to be talking about that. And of course, we also have this week's episode of AEW, where Cody Rhodes fisted his way through glass. So let's not beat around the bush and get right into things. The boys are back in town. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Uh, We're actually without Marcus this week. He ended up getting sick again. So everybody uh, go on Twitter or whatever and wish him... uh, Get well soon. Send him a card if you want. Uh, speaking of feeling good, we hit 100 five-star ratings on the Apple Podcast app. It's amazing. Woo! You'll love to see Let's it. Let's go. Baby. We actually had Let's 105. What we want to hit now is 169. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good nice. number. Nice. Yeah. Let, me, uh, <laughs> let me read a few here. We have uh, Alex Fernandez, which is our boy, Smalls. Uh, he ended up leaving one. He said, these guys were born to talk wrestling together. Love the podcast and keep it up. Mista Alex. Uh, we had Grizz45 leave one. He said, great pod. These funny guys started listening because of The Fiend. Now I'm in love with this podcast. Uh, and we had Vincent Elisar say, uh, I wish this was Meltzer scaled so I could give it seven and a half stars, maybe eight in the Tokyo Dome. That's some good stuff there, man. I appreciate everybody. That's true. That's true. That's good stuff. Uh, it is a little weird. I um, love. Yeah, it's a little weird with just me and Tony, yeah? Like, just a two-person two a... crew. It's weird. This is right. the first time ever. Like, even back to the very first one we filmed in an Airbnb, <laughs> which is, like, one of my favorite ways I've ever started a podcast, by the way, is because it's incredible. Filming have, in an uh, Airbnb. Yeah, we got to get another one. We should just, like, do that, like, every, like, 10 episodes. We just go get a random Airbnb and then just do it. That'd be cool. Let's do it. I'm down. I'm down. Let's make it happen. Uh, we had some new patrons too. We had a one dollar. We had a couple one dollar patrons. Uh, Buttercup three, James Hodge, and uh, Nermian. Welcome, fellas. Appreciate it. Uh, we had a couple Welcome. ten dollars. Of course, we had Blake last week and Good Crescent last week also. Uh, but Michael Robinson also joins both of them. And uh, I'm just gonna wait, and we're gonna do all your gimmicks next week because the um, the month flips over next podcast. So I'm just gonna come up with all the, all the gimmicks then. You know, if there's new gimmicks, we'll do them all at the same time. And uh, I'll give you guys all your stuff. And Blake Xavier, I hope you know that you're going to get some sort of X-Men gimmick because I can already see it in my mind. Ooh, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. I get it. it goes. Uh, AEW had another good week this week. WWE had a week. And uh, we also... (laughs) (laughs) We also... uh, That's how it be sometimes. We had a WWE 2K20 Twitch Rivals tournament that I competed in and uh, ended up getting second place. So I thought maybe we talk about that for a second. Um just because that's pretty life changing for me, I guess. You know, don't be modest over here. That was a big deal over that. Was, that was huge, man. You're you're too modest about it. You're like, yeah, no one cares about. It. No, people care. People want to know. Yeah, I mean, people it was good. Know. I mean, I, I don't even remember really. The only people I remember facing really were um, Dank, of course, and uh, JB. I don't. Oh, Tangent too. I play. I Once play you get Tangent in that zone, too. man, you just like. Everyone, every you people until, get in that zone until until the grand finals. Everybody was the same person to me, so it was just like just going along <laughs> the same way. Um, not not a disrespectful. Way. You turn to Ken Shamrock. <laughs> get out of my zone. Yeah, not a disrespectful way. I just like didn't even pay attention to it. Really, I was just like, okay, well, this is how I'm gonna play. This is how I'm gonna play it. So, if people didn't know, um, Twitch Rivals is like a streamer tournament gimmick. They do not ever. I think it's the first time I've ever seen them do WWE. Um, I think 2K yeah, they, I got think together done, with them, right? 
Yeah, I think they do like Apex and Fortnite and stuff like that. Big games like that. WWE is but not never on that the radar. WWE. Yeah, definitely not on that radar. Um, but it was this year <laughs> for whatever reason. I think 2K was doing like a gimmick, a launch gimmick with them, which um, ended up being a pretty good idea, um, especially with all the bad press this game got on its release. <laughs> I mean, I I was creating my characters earlier, and I'm like, I'm getting tweets like, "Do not put logos on your character; it will freeze the game." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess I won't put logos on my character. Not like I could, anyways. The logo importer doesn't work." So I mean, yeah, don't don't do that. Don't yeah. don't put a custom face on your character. No text don't, either. Uh, yeah, just don't use a creation suite. Just move away from that. Just don't do it. You can't use created superstars in universe mode either. Like, just don't create anybody. You don't know, don't have a good time. Yeah. It's uh, it's actually incredible. I was thinking about it. Um, when it comes to two K, how like uh, how different it feels without the creation stuff. Like right off the bat, it just oh, yeah, I don't, yeah, it yeah. just feels different to me. I don't know. The game's not the same. I guess is the way. Like you go on the community creations, you look at it. It's like, is this like SVR09? Like, what's going on right now? This is so <laughs> the weird. The top download guy is uh, Baron Corbin. They just put a crown on him and they <laughs> called him King Corbin. <laughs> that's like the most downloads on the game. I'm like, that's, right. that's all. This weird, man. It's, it's really, it's fucking the weirdest thing ever. I just, uh. Anyways, Twitter, Dude, what's, they, they what's the craziest? I was going to say, what's the craziest about this community creation? It's like people are taking the textures from 2K20 and importing them into 2K19 to make created people. Oh, on the PC and stuff? 19. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I was hearing wild. about that. That's probably a good idea. I actually was playing 2K19 yesterday just because, like, I don't know. Like, it's just, like, go back to it. I'm like, ooh, these characters look a lot better on 2K19. And then I start playing, like, and it's not breaking every five minutes. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I, think they, announced, uh, uh, I think they announced a patch two weeks from now. That's wrong. <laughs> they came out with this thing and said, we, we, we see that uh, some of you are having issues. Yeah. We'll, oh, we'll man. That, I forgot about the uh, You just want to read that off. Let me see if I yeah, can Yeah, yeah. Read it. that yeah. off for everybody really quick. Um, it's the South Park episode. We're sorry. Yeah, yeah. We're so, sorry. like, the way they addressed it was, like, some people are having some concerns. Okay, here it is. Okay, okay, we okay, are yeah. listening closely to the feedback that's been shared regarding W2K20 and are aware of the concerns some players are reporting. <laughs> We're working hard to investigate these concerns and address them as necessary. We expect to have the initial patch ready in the next two weeks with other to follow. Stay tuned to WWE Game Social Media for more information. Okay, so Woo. some concerns um, that some players are having, but uh, I think every player is having they horrible concerns. Yeah, that's what I like. I would just been that would have been cool if they would have just like addressed everything because it's not like. Like, I see a couple people on Twitter that kind of, they're overlooking it, and it's like, man, um, you know, they're just they're just playing the game. At, you know, they're just having the gameplay. And while they, there's glitches in the gameplay, don't get me wrong, I mean, you've seen them, everybody's seen them, like, it's yeah, been yeah, on yeah. everything, new, like, the new Legacy videos on, like, every publication ever. Yeah, yeah, right, um, right, 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 yeah. right. <laughs> um, It's like, it's everything else. So, like, you can't import logos, you can't use logos. You can't use text on characters. It freezes the game. You can't use created characters sometimes in universe mode. It's like, man, there's like a lot of like really bum issues that like it's not like a some players concern thing. Like, yes, the characters glitching around the ring or whatever in gameplay sucks. But it's like these other things that are like the real issues with the game, um, especially you know, when it's this a game, giant. Like, it, it, you know, it really does matter a lot to the community, like the creations. A giant issue is some people are getting the collector's edition that, and it wasn't autographed. How does that even happen? How does that even happen? I, I, 
Like, was, uh, what? Like you always use the word clown fiesta. That's what I would. That's how I would describe it. Yeah, they were the like, we're, well, the game launched and it was it was broken, and then like then they tweeted, oh yeah, by the way, some of you probably didn't get a signed signature in your collector's edition. It's like, how did this happen? What in the world? So I wrote like a thing. I was like, I, this is what I would say if I addressed it. I'm not going to read it off, but basically, I was like, we're sorry, Ukes left. That made a huge hole. You know, we have to put out a game in 12 months. We have a contract and stuff happens. We'll try and be better. That's kind of how I would do it. You know, if I was going to make my apology and they got like so much negative backlash from like some, somebody came back and said, this so-called community, honestly, so toxic. Be grateful. You even got a response. You were never <laughs> no! going to be happy with their response. I'm like, excuse me. Hashtag how grateful. How is that a thing? The gratitude era, right? Yeah, How hashtag grateful. Thing, just be grateful you got the game. It's just like, dude, we are so past that. Like at this point, man. Like, and the, this isn't it, like an early access build or like like green light on Steam. Like this is a full sixty dollar triple A release game. Like that's unacceptable. Triple A release game with a collector's edition that was over a hundred bucks. That some people didn't even get a signed thing in. <laughs> it's just like, and man, she's like. Edge comes back. He's like, "Yeah, I'll personally sign all of your autographs. Just send me them." And yeah, the thing, the thing that's just as bad as like the game not working is the people defending the game not working. Like, it just, it, it really just comes across as bootlicking. To be honest, it's just like, man, you like you can just like say it how it is. I think that's you know, just say it how it is. Like it, 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 it is like that. Like I can't make a creative care. Like I didn't even. I don't even think I made. Yeah, I don't think I uploaded one video to my channel this week on this game because I couldn't figure out a way to do it. I was like, oh, I can make James Fatal? No, I can't. I can make Jamie? Nope. I'm like, what do I, what can I do here? Like, play the tower? I can play the Fast Boys Tower? I'm like, I don't, like... <laughs> Every time I went to create an arena, uh, I would play that arena, and then all the parts that I had moved and stuff would, like, go back to the default place that they were at. So the, the custom arena wouldn't even work. And then if you tried to use a custom arena in a Hell in a Cell match, it would just blue screen... Game you see the lighting's glitch, different like, in custom arenas compared to regular arenas too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah so like so the Hogan looks different. sweet in the raw arena. That photo that somebody posted. Is that yeah, that's kind of yeah, crazy. So like Hogan looks awesome in like the raw arena or something, and then like the custom arena looks like crap. Um. So long story short, um, the game did not have a great launch, <laughs> to say uh, the very least. Um, but the Twitch rivals thing was a good idea on their part. Um, one because. It made people forget about that for a couple hours on that day. And uh, two, they got to see a lot of people that they follow compete in this tournament, which was really, really dope. Um, I had, mm -hmm. I think in my, I, I didn't look anybody else's the entire stream, but on mine, I had like 500 people watching, which is like a ton of people watching WB on Twitch. So like, I think it did pretty well overall. Um, yeah, yeah. Dank had over a thousand and then like some other people had a lot of people watching them. So it was a good, it was a good turnout. Yeah um twitch rivals like i said it's like a sick i think they ended up having 18 people so it was an 18 person tournament that everyone had to stream and they had one central stream that kind of had everybody that kind of went over and used all the vod and uh talked over i think ember moon was commentating golden boy Dolph ziggler showed up at one point um there's a good amount of people so anyways there's fifty thousand dollars on the line which is a lot of money um it was forty thousand i think in the actual tournament and then they had like a tag team match afterwards which was like uh <laughs> right yeah that was we don't, scuff. We don't, we, yeah the tag team was scuff that. um the, the tag team was worth 10,000 but the actual tournament was worth 40,000 um i don't remember how it was split or whatever i don't even remember how much i won altogether it was a lot though um so anyways we kick off the tournament and like i'm looking at the brackets and i'm like oh, okay um you know i have i think i remember I, I saw tangent in my bracket which is another twitch streamer that plays wb we met him at the play yeah. test 
Um, so I know he's good at the game. And I kept looking at it. I don't, I don't remember who else was in my bracket. Um, I was just kind of, like I said, I was just kind of looking forward to moving through as, as many people as possible without thinking too much about it. Um, so before the tournament, I was thinking about who I wanted to use. Um, and I thought about who everybody else would use. And uh, so I decided on Alistair Black just because um, he's a pretty safe pick when it comes to strikes and stuff. They seem to do a lot of damage. The issue, the issue that I didn't foresee uh, using Alistair Black was um, how difficult it was going to be uh, targeting the head, uh, especially in the grand finals against Dank, which I think was part of the reason that he just beat me. Pretty much was that like I could, I just like I was looking back at the footage. I'm like, man, I did not hurt his head like at all. <laughs> so like I looked yeah. at his, I looked at his kickout meters and they were pretty big. And I was like, oh, it's because that didn't hurt his head. Um, but that that pretty much just happened in Dank's match. I think the rest of the matches, I I ended up hurting their heads, um, just because I played it a little better. I played like, to put it very bluntly, I played like dog shit in the finals, like really really bad. I was looking back, I was like, man, you got in your head. Yeah yeah yeah. You I was like, head, I totally dude. was like, I don't know, mentally called falling you behind. on the phone, man. You shouldn't have answered it. <laughs> yeah, he whispered sweet nothings into my ear, and it fucked me all up. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll talk about the finals here in a second. Um, <laughs> right. So. I, I think I was number one seed going in. So like someone had to face each other to face me. Um, anyways, the first match I played, I did like, I just assumed the first couple of matches were going to be kind of easy just because, you know, I've been playing the series forever, even though, mm-hmm. you know, just cause I've been playing the series forever. I just thought, you know, a couple of these would be pretty easy. Uh, and the yeah, first yeah. one, like, so I got in and like, he's, he's stomp cheesing and I'm like, huh? Okay. Well maybe this won't be as easy as I thought it was going to be. Um, <laughs> But, you know, I was able to I was able to pretty much take him away with it pretty quickly um, when it came to kicking out and pinning and stuff. So, uh, you know, black mass and I beat him two zero, and I moved on to the next round. So um, I don't remember if I played tangent or not in this round. Yeah, yeah um, tangent was the second round. I have a yeah. little bracket here if you want. Yeah, tangent was there. the second round. The bracket switched right before we started. So um, I didn't even know I was playing tangent on the on the first draft of the bracket. He was on the bottom of the bracket, uh, but on the one right before we started. It was him right underneath me. So I'm like, oh, okay, tangent. All right, well, now I have to play completely different because, like, you know, I was kind of playing around the first one and just kind of learning. Yeah. I was like, one, I was trying to remember the new controls because <laughs> the yeah. control switch really <laughs> messed me up quite a bit. Uh, and then, uh, at, you know, in the first round, too, I was just kind of feeling out how people would maybe play. Um, so I played against tangent, and uh, he was a lot bet- He was a lot harder than the first dude. Um, the mm. first game we played was actually pretty difficult. I, I think I almost lost the first game. Um, the second game, I don't know what happened. The second game, I thought we desynced because like he had resiliency and then he didn't use it at the end. Um, when I hit black, yeah, I think, okay. So that, I, right? I, I, I watched his match back. I was watching both of your streams cause I had two up. I had like Chris's on my phone and then yours up. And then I saw when Tangent when I went to his, so like, Basically, what happened was he did a rollout by accident at one point during the match, and then that used one of his reversals, and he was kind of pissed about that. And then I think he just hit triangle because when you look at the oh. resiliency thing, it just says triangle instead of R R two and triangle. So I think he screwed it up because he hit triangle because it says triangle on the screen, yeah. even though it's R two and triangle. So I think he saw that and wanted hit R two and triangle, but he hit triangle by accident. He was kind of upset because you just like destroyed him in that match and yeah yeah like, the second time i thought like we desync because like i like it i was pretty i think i won the match in green health or at least i was yeah, like he, most of the match i was in green health so i was like yeah, i don't I think know he, what, what happened. happened was he i think he burned through his reversals too early and then he just kind of got screwed because that's kind of how it happens in the game if you if you run out of reversals that's like 
you're done. There's it takes like forever for the reversals to come back this year too. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you fall behind, it, like if you fall behind one reversal stock, I think okay. But if you fall behind two, it starts getting pretty tough. <laughs> it starts getting really, really tough. Um, one because yeah, you yeah. want to make sure you get resiliency and you don't blow your payback on getting another reversal, and uh, you know just keeping up because once they get ahead, it's just the game just has is not forgiving whatsoever. You know. Um, so yeah, anyways, he, he I ended was pretty up pretty uh, upset with this performance though. He was kind of like, ah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it. cause the first game we played was a lot better, you know, um, he was keeping me on the ropes and he almost, like I said, I, I almost lost that one. Um, that's just like the competitive play though. Cause like when you get down, you're just kind of like, it's in your head and then you're like, ah, I should, ah, and then you just like, it's so much up. different. Like, yeah, it's so much different when you're just playing. And then like when you're playing to win, just cause like, yeah, that, that mental game is nuts. Like the second, like. I don't, it's even worse when you're streaming, man. Like it's different if I, like I've played at a ton of MLG tournaments for Halo and like, you know, we're not being broadcasted. We're just playing the game. And that by itself is like, kind of like you're in your own head. But when you're broadcasting and I'm, and and like every time I mess up, I peek to the right and the chat's like, yo, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, ah, you know, like then I'm like, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. And like now the chat's turning on me. I'm like, oh yeah, I was watching you as you were playing your first match and you do this thing where you, cause you're streaming. So you're trying to put on like a show and like be entertaining and do yeah. like fun stuff. And then you're like, Oh shit, I should actually just try and win instead of trying to do cool stuff. And then you're like, chat, don't let me do that ever again. Yeah, I, I think, think you I were think like I trying to like set a... up spots or something. Yeah. 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 I was the, the first one I was setting up spots. I'm like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. I was like, Oh, okay. Don't do that. Cause you're trying to put um, on like a fun match for Twitch. And then you're like, Oh no, I should probably just win this thing. Dude, that was the biggest thing. The first couple of matches was like trying to figure out how to not set up a match and like actually just yeah. go for the win. I was like, Oh, okay. I guess I shouldn't try to springboard to the outside or anything. Yeah, you know? like, Cause maybe. you did like the Alistair Black springboard, like moonsault thing. And then you're like, Oh, yeah. I should, I I should like, do that. Oh, I did the sit down spot. I did the. Uh, yeah, yeah. I flipped back in and sat down. I was like, "Well, that sucks. That was a bad mistake." Yeah, that was awful. Um, but but tangent, uh, you also yeah. forgot to. Oh yeah, sorry. I was gonna say you forgot to mention Ghost Aiden and uh, Nick A Thirty of Fortnite fame were in this, which is oh, they were in my bracket too. I don't, I don't, I don't think I ever saw either of them though. I think they lost. Yeah, they got quick. first rounded on each of them, but it is what it is. It was cool that they got like these bigger people so they could get more exposure because I think they yeah. had like. 5k they had that viewers in their yeah, streams yeah, yeah yeah so it was kind of wanted to face fortnite them. before yeah i wanted to face them just so, well it was funny because i was watching nick a30 and he was practicing before the stream mm-hmm. but he was doing it offline so i don't think he like he didn't he obviously never played the game so he didn't it's know so like, the lag input so it's like I was like, no, Nick, you're never going to make it far if you don't practice online. I actually, I actually found the triangle during this tournament a lot harder to reverse with than the R trigger back in the day. Maybe because I was just so oh, yeah. used to the timing on the R trigger. But yeah, like, um, well, I'll talk, I'll talk about more, more of that. It, it was yeah, yeah, more sure. so the grand finals when I just fucking lost my mind. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> um, I ended up 2-0 in the first round, 2-0 in against Tangent. I think I played someone, I didn't, because uh, I think I played someone else in the next round. Or, I don't think I played JB then. Um, no, you played King Ranny. King Ranny in the next round. Um, I think, I or, I, yeah, I don't think, think that was too difficult. I think I two owed him pretty quick too. Yeah, you did. You two owed um, him. So I, I think at that point I'm in like the winners finals, or was that the winners finals? No, the winners finals was you and JB. Okay, so did I play? Did I play JB next? Yeah, JB was next, and then everybody that lost got to go to the losers bracket, which oh, they get a second yes. chance to get back in. So that was kind of cool. 
So I played JB in the winner's finals, um, and he was like the one dude that I, I think he beat Dank to get to the winner's finals, right? Yeah, he went 2-0 over Dank, so Dank had to climb all the way back to get yeah. back into the um, and I talked And I talked about that in the stream, too, as the loser's bracket was happening, because like I had to sit there for, what, like an hour and a half or two hours and just sit there as the loser's bracket was finishing up. I'm like, man, I wish I would have like played. I kind of wish I would have just lost so I could like keep the momentum going up if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I feel like sitting and waiting and then you you didn't want to pull up the stream. I was like, I was telling you, I'm like, you should pull up the stream and watch some people. And you're like, I don't want to get in my head and yeah, watch yeah. it. Yeah, I didn't want then, to because I would have, you know. And at first you were just sitting there talking to chat and then you're like, maybe I should play online, I think, right? Weren't you doing that? Yeah, after? I played online a few times, but I mean, I beat everybody. It's not the same. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, it's not the same. It's like a tournament size. So it's like, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely kind of like got iced going from winners finals two hours later to grand finals where i yeah. just didn't play anything um which i think got you know messed with me too but i played jb in winners finals and um yeah that was interesting so he used roman reigns um which has the pop-up spear which is you can't reverse once he pops you up. uncounterable uncounterable yeah. what, which what is, is ridiculous that, what is that bullshit i was like it's, like I, I was just i was so confused and i was confused against edge too because i was like Oh my God, this is, you still can't do anything about this? I was like, this is rough, man. I feel like you can counter the pop up, but you not can. the spear. Right. So you can counter the, so it's like a weird, and sometimes in the game, I noticed that you can reverse even if the prompt doesn't prompt you to reverse. It's very weird. It's incredibly weird. Yeah. Um, I, so I don't really know when I can and can't reverse. It's, and like I said, the R2 is way better than the triangle to me. Uh, maybe I just need more time with it. Um, but JB, I think I, I'm trying to remember this game exactly. Um, I don't think I, I don't think I like struggled too much with this one. Um, but I was just extremely happy that I won a two Oh on this one. I didn't drop a game until grand finals. Um, yeah, that, that is true. Yeah. I two owed everybody all the way through. So, um, when I played JB, um, I think a lot of people were looking forward to that just cause of that bullshit that happened on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> you remember that? Cause like I, I looked yeah. on Twitter, like in between the matches we were doing and like people were going kind of like nuts on Twitter about it. I'm like, Yo, I forgot that even happened while I was playing them. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. I was like, all right, let me, let me you know, let me do it for the boys. Um, and that's, you know, in the second game, I think I beat him pretty convincingly. I don't think I, uh, like I said, it was a 2-0. So, I mean, like, he was definitely the best player I played up until that point. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't know. I don't know if, um, I think I kicked out of a bunch of stuff. And I think the same thing that happened to me in the grand finals probably happened to him where, like, it just became like a mind game sort of in like, yeah, you know I mean, because I mean, he was deaf, you know, he, he definitely like, like if we were to play again, he could definitely take games off of me. You know what I mean? Like it's, de it's definitely not like a two Oh every time or anything. Um, yeah. I was checking into some of his stream and I think he got flustered by the chat kind of a little bit because the chat was like very backseat gaming, you know? So that kind yes, of like, dude, yeah, that's rough. Him up. So yeah, the chat's always like, oh, you could have done this. Why didn't you do mm -hmm. that? Hey, you should have done this. Reverse this. Oh, come on, James. You could do better. Why aren't you doing better, James? Yeah. James, come on, yeah, James, James. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I'm trying. I really am trying. <laughs> Just close the chat room. <laughs> yeah, I really am trying, guys. I promise. Um, but uh, so it was interesting because then he did he have to go? He got to go back to the losers bracket. He, he again, went to losers right? finals, and then he had to fight. He had to fight Dank again. Yeah, so Dank ended up losing. Dank ended up losing pretty early, so he had to come back from like losers second to like all the way to grand finals, which he ended up doing. I think he beat JB two to one, so JB took a game off of him, um, mm -hmm. which is pretty close. He, 
So like I wanted to play Dank, obviously, just because like I mean like yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I want yeah, I think I could have beat JB um again, but like I wanted to play Dank just because I, I hadn't played him in the tournament yet. Um and I feel like if I didn't play Dank, then like I don't know, it just wouldn't have been as cool. Right. So right. um anyways, we get to the grand finals and like I have the reset or whatever, so like I was kind of like just playing it out the first game, just trying to see like what's going on. And uh, yeah. so Dank uses Edge, and uh, dude, I'll be honest with you, I I got no clue how to play against Edge, like not even a little bit. Um, I was like, I, after I played the first game and I lost the first game that we played, you know, I sat there and I was like, huh. So I, so the second game, I tried to like learn him a little bit. I'm like, okay, so the spinning heel kick literally tracks across the entire ring. Yeah, it's it's insane um, the, the distance boot. on that thing. Yeah, spinning heel kick's crazy. The big boot has a very quick uh reversal window. Uh and the the spear is never procs the reversal thing. Um even when he's not doing the, the toss up, you know, you can reverse it. I've seen it reverse, but it's like incredibly difficult. Uh, I think I reversed it once during the entire set. So, yeah, I think um, so. Anyways, he beat me 2-0 pretty quick and we, it it went to a reset. Um, and during the so reset, basically how that works, uh, if you, if you don't know how it works, so basically I think you only had to win one match, right? At the beginning. No, I had, I had to beat him twice. I mean, I had to oh, win one have... of the best of threes. So I didn't, yeah, I had to win one of the best of threes. They explained it kind of weird. Cause they were like, Oh, James only has to win one match. And then Chris has to win two. And it was like, this weird. So like, it was basically like if Chris could win, then it would go to another two out of three. So I yes, think. if Chris so beat me in a best of three, then we go to another best of three. If I beat him in the first best of three, that was it. That was it was over. Um, yeah, is essentially how it goes. But he ended up two zero me very, at the very beginning. Um, these were the first games I even dropped in the tournament, which was pretty surprising to me, honestly. Uh, so we go to the next one. I think he beat me in the first match, um, but I was able to take one game off of him. And uh, the biggest thing, like I think, the biggest thing that really, I mean, like. At the end of the day, like he outplayed the fuck out of me. He, I mean, like that. Yeah. Like I was looking, I was like, he played, he outplayed the fuck out of me, is what it was. Um, like if I could have hit any of the major reversals, it would have been a lot different. I, I fucking whiffed every major reversal the entire. I don't think I hit yeah. one on the second reset, and I was like, man. And every time, every time it popped up, I was like, dude, I can't believe I didn't hit that because like I'm the trying, like I'm getting trying to get used to the major reversals of triangle, and like I'm just not hitting any of them, Tony. And mm -hmm. I was like, man, yeah. like if I could just hit <laughs> one major reversal, I could target his head, and then I could do black mass, and I could probably get the pin on him. Um, because in my head, I'm like, damn, he's kicking out of everything. And then it wasn't until after, you know, the whole tournament was over. I was like, oh, man, I didn't like I didn't target his head at all. So like that was the biggest thing is like I missed all my opportunities to do something to him is what it was. Yeah. And like he didn't miss anything like he kicked out of everything. He he was playing on fire like it was nuts. Yeah. Um, That's probably the best I've ever seen him play. Like, yeah, like that was he was like at all. Everything was kicked out of. um everything was reversed at a good time. Like he was definitely locked and loaded and ready to go. Like he was definitely, you know, where he needed to be. Um, and I just was not And like, and I, I pretty much knew after the first game on the second reset, I'm like, I don't know, man, he's just playing better than me. Like, that's just all it is. Uh, he's just, he's just playing way better than me. Um, so I ended up taking one game from him somehow. I think he just whiffed the pin or something. Um, or maybe it was lagging or something. I don't know. I ended up taking one game off of him. Um, so it actually made, it actually made the finals a lot more interesting when I took the game off of yeah. him. Cause then it came down to just 
one game. Like who whoever wins this wins everything. Um, and I got a good start, and I got him down, and I got him down for the pin, but he kicked out, and then he speared me, and I was like, that's it. Because like, what can I do? You know, what like I, I spear man, that's insane. Spear it's was insane. Rough. It was good. Um, yeah, anyone with a spear bad. probably. I even a good switched to Baron Corbin choice. one time. Um, I switched to Baron Corbin. I played Alistair Black the entire tournament. I switched to Baron Corbin once, um, just because I feel like Corbin has a good reversal for when people run at you. Um, he has a pretty yeah. snappy reversal. Um, <laughs> I mean, it didn't matter if I couldn't hit any major reversals or get ahead in reversal stocks. Yeah, you know? that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, like when you're playing competitive WWE 2K, like the biggest thing is making sure you time your your major reversals correctly, and uh, making sure that. Uh, you know, you whatever your finisher is, you target that for most of the match, or at least try to. Um, you know, with the black mass, it goes to the head, and like I'm looking back at those games, I'm like, man, I, I didn't get a chance to target its head like any. I think on the last game, I got a couple of chances to, um, but it, you know, it didn't really matter because uh, he ended up hitting the spear anyways, and that was pretty much it. Um, but it was, I mean, it was a well played, well fucking played tournament. Um, me and Dank, I think was the best possible finals that they could have had for this tournament to be completely honest yeah. with you. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, obviously more people probably would have showed for like Nick a 30 and whatever, just cause they're, you know, clout crazy with the Fortnite yeah, stuff. Right. <laughs> but like for the community, I guess, um, for that, I mean, I saw a lot of people in the community kind of dogging the shit too. It's like, bro, like, you know, I've been, I, I've been part of this community for like most of my adult life. Like I saw, I just saw people in the community kind of dogging it. Like, you know, I either I should have been in it or I beat these guys or like, I can't believe they do this. I'm like, like, can y'all give me five fucking minutes? Like, <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, like, right. like I've been, in, I've been doing this for like most of my adult life. And like, this is like one of the bigger moments that I've been able to compete in something like this. But I was like, you guys couldn't like just wait five fucking minutes for us to finish the tournament before you start dogging on everything like well you were you were trying to do competitive stuff since like machinima palooza like what we're, we were doing competitive like, tournaments on w13 man we like we, yo, yeah we were doing competitive tournaments forever ago 2012 man yeah. that's wild <laughs> yeah we were doing tournaments man like forever ago i was i dude i don't even think i could drink at that point i think i was like 20 <laughs> so like, like, there's I, anybody that's a great competitive like anybody that represents like the hardcore competitive scene of this game james would be like right up there it's like the guy you know like yeah and i might not be like the best player ever and i whiff a bunch of stuff and like you know like but i enjoy doing it and i enjoy i met a lot of my friends through that shit you know like you meet a lot of mm -hmm. cool people and like the competitiveness kind of brings another element to the game um and you know i've pitched that to 2k <laughs> you know i've talked about that to them all the time the competitive WWE yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah right um obviously online still not like i don't think is a huge factor for them still i don't know i don't even know what a huge factor for them is anymore uh, my career maybe because i was th i was thinking I about think it. the my career yeah my career is their go they're like bread and butter yeah because i was like hmm i was looking at this game like well the creation obviously wasn't <laughs> so, so creation is not it online is definitely not it so like what showcase <laughs> yeah showcase showcase is horrible in this game this is the worst showcase they better never ask me what i think of showcase ever again bro because that ruined my whole life dude that this showcase for this game was awful i don't know what the, i don't know what happened like the the it was it was already there in black and white like how to do this mode where people liked it like the stone cold showcase was really dope like mm -hmm. it was there for you to see the daniel bryan one wasn't bad and they were just like ah fuck all that bro 
<laughs> I think what they, I think they decided like, oh, it's too easy. We need more objectives. And it's like, that's not it. That's not what you do in a mode like this. You don't add more of these weird. Dude, that last that match, make... the WrestleMania one sucks. It's like the worst thing I've ever played in my life. Like, I'm not even talking about video game. I ain't talking about like wrestling video games anymore, bro. Like, that's just like the worst thing I've ever played. Um, I played like up, I played like three of the matches or whatever. And I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever, you have like, to like constantly press start and go to the menu, start and go to the menu, start and go to the menu. Like, how do I do uh, front face? Like takeover six, like who, like what you like if, if yeah. I have to go into the mode and I have to press start every five seconds to see what to do, like, that's not fun. Like the, and I'm there's glad no that I waited to do it because imagine people that just bought the game and were like, "All right, I'm just gonna play it." They didn't know to press start and go to the menu. Oh, like, I'm sure if they it. just bought the game and they played, I, I, I was talking about it on when I was streaming it the other day. I was like, "Man, I'm gonna get like one of my friends over here and I'm gonna give him like a hundred dollars if you can beat the first match without like, without cheesing without it or doing whatever. <laughs> if you can just beat the first match, fuck it. If you can cheese it and do it, do it. Because like Natalia yeah. locks in the finisher and then like that's it. You lost. Like it's as you lost. That's it. It's like, man, this is rough. I was playing yeah, on it's like wild. I started on legend difficulty for showcase and uh that was impossible. So I switched to normal. I'm like, why is it so difficult on normal? Like this is yeah. nuts. Yeah, it's insane. It, I don't I don't know what they were thinking with that. It should just be like this easy thing that you do so you can replay the matches and have a good time. Like that's what show showcase is all about. Yeah. I mean like that's like it it's always been like that. But this year like the Stone like, Cold no. one it was the best. Yeah. That yeah, that one ruled. Yeah. That makes sense. And it's like, dude, whatever. You know, I just like, I wipe my hands up. I stream for 10 hours on the first night and I wipe my hands up. I say, I will not play this for a while. Like, I'm not going back so, to this for a while. So you did your stream. You did your competitive tournament. I think you're done with 2K20. For the dude, year. I haven't played it all week. <laughs> I haven't played it all week. I don't want I to. I think, I think you got enough content. You're good. You're yeah, good. like, I'm like, I, well, today I ended up loading up 2K and, uh, I loaded up 2K and I made my characters for my career and it was the worst thing I've ever done, Tony. Have you made, did you make the my career players? Yeah, but I just did like random and then I just said it's good. That was probably the best possible thing you could have done because I was messing around with it, dude. And like, there's some like little kinks I'm, and, and there's some blaring issues, but like there's little kinks in there. Like if you mm -hmm. press back, like if you press back out of, um, like selecting oh, yeah, a it, piece, it, it resets, resets like everything. Yes, dude, that happened yeah. like four times. I'm like, Ugh. so like, there's yeah, like, I was, this, uh, horrible, man. I was creating some people, and I had that same thing. I was like, okay, I'll just hit back, and it's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, because I just like I changed everything, and then I like I went to one thing to like, oh, I don't want to change this color, and I said no, and then the whole thing resets. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, and then I went to like copy my entrance attire to my or my regular attire to my entrance attire. And I did it the wrong way, so then everything reset back to the beginning, and I was so mad. Like, ah, I why is it so it difficult? Day. Why do they yeah. not? Why, man? Just do more PCW. That's all you gotta do, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Like, this, this is this is this is ridiculous. I was like, this is crazy. Like, this isn't even like this is just like little things like this that are, that are even messed up. Like, I and then when you put logos and then you go to use them, it'll all reset and mess up. Like, it's it'll crash the game if you try to use logos in my career. The um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i went to go do my pose or whatever for my character for like thumbnails and stuff and the fingers are broken did you see that it's like <laughs> it's a hot dog yeah, broken like, yeah, broken like hot dog <laughs> yeah like, yeah, yeah. Like, what the, the fuck heck? is this like how did the, how did this even happen like oh man they're like they're like yeah we got this patch coming on whatever i'm like what what how in the world are you gonna fix all this 
Like it's taking me like two days to download this patch with all yeah, the like that. Yeah, I, like I, I don't know if they had this patch. Like I don't know if they just started making this patch or if like I don't know where this patch came from. If it was in the plans or not. Like if this was a reactionary thing. But if it was a reactionary thing and they only have two weeks time to fix these these bugs, bro, I don't know what they're gonna fix. Like I I like. Oh man! Do you want to know the it. wildest thing? The wildest thing is people are like making videos like how to beat Velveteen Dream, my career objective glitch, how to get past the glitch in my too. career. <laughs> like, yeah, how to get this? past this glitch? Uh, how can? You, and there was an issue with my career as well that uh, if you would choose, there's like a fantasy match at one point, like a dream match that you do, and if you choose to do the dream match, it freezes, and you every time you load into my career, it won't load. There was something like that one year too. It was like, don't do this in my career. It'll, it'll blow the whole save up. I think it was last year. I think it was like towards the end of the game or something. They were like, don't play that match. And I'm like, why well, don't I play this match? It's like, because the game will break. I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll do it. It's, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Just, yeah, there yeah is, I've got uh, bricked so many times, man. I've, I I've saw they it. changed the modding stuff too. Like they changed all the files and stuff. So they made it like 40 times harder for anybody to do anything with the oh mod. My all you can gosh, do is like I'm, import and export and stuff. Like it's just like... Well, <laughs> it's wild. I just don't. I just don't. I don't know, man. Like, if I was a publisher, I would make sure. Like, I, there's got to be some like ironclad contract that says you have to have this game out on this day or your ass is done. Like, that's the only way that it could get released in the state it is. Like, it must have just yeah. been like WWE's going to come to their house and like behead them or something. And they don't <laughs> get this game out because like yeah, Vince comes with spanks and puts them in the kiss my ass club. <laughs> that's literally like because any developer ever like didn't didn't the game just like last of us just got delayed or something yeah right? last of us 2 got delayed yeah yeah and it's like just delay the game like it's fine like yeah but i think issues, like it's we're just gonna like fix a, it it's just a, that's what i said like this is not like a this series is not like a video game series it's just a marketing piece for wwe like they don't care it's just get the game out so they can make it for hell in a cell you know what i mean like just so they can have the oh and this hell in a cell is sponsored by 2k20 get your 2k20 do they have their superstars on the red carpet for smackdown holding up the yeah hold up the game, the game. <laughs> that's all they need yeah just get just get the game like that's what it is like it's not like it's not a video game series it's just a marketing piece for wwe um and like once you come to terms with that it makes everything a lot easier and then they're, they're, kinda... i think they're like their my career is just like oh we're gonna show this off on trailers and pr stuff and then it'll be like that's it that's, that's yeah this mode. year this year's rough dude because they had that dude that used to work there too um justin leaper was that his name did yeah, you see yeah. That? I think something like that. Yeah, he put out a video. Yeah, he put out a video where he's just like, man, I'm ashamed to even say I worked on these games. I'm like, damn, bro, that's crazy. <laughs> that's rough, man. He yeah, was there when Marcus rough. was there, so it would be interesting to hear what Marcus has to say about all of that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's really happy with this. I doubt the people that worked on 2K are happy. Um, they definitely didn't ship this game in like you know, a sigh of relief and went, ugh, you know, like we did it, boys. I think they they probably sent that game out and they said, Whew, all right, well, <laughs> we're going to be working overtime here trying to fix it. Um, I remember Jinx was texting in like this company Slack account, like, oh, well, here's a glitch. He's like, our Slack account's blown up now, guys. And we're like, and it's yeah. not from people giving thumbs up saying we're good. Like, no. Yeah, was, I was looking at some... the, well, I wonder what the current Metacritic is for it. Did you, um, because I, I, Saw it. There was only one review up there last time, but it definitely was not good. I saw the IGN thing, uh, and a lot of game companies like live and die by Metacritic reviews. So, yeah, what I'm told is that that's how they get their bonuses. 
Yeah, well, this so like no one's getting developer bonus like the Metacritic forty one percent got out a forty one on Metacritic, and, and that doesn't user even, score is one point five. <laughs> that doesn't even bring in IGN's review neither. It didn't bring in a lot of reviews. This is just like what it is. It's just like man, this is this is tough. <laughs> this is this is tough. Oh, it does have IGN's review up here on the Xbox One version. That's tough. Oh, okay. Yeah, Xbox One version PS4. has 43, and the PC version has 40. <laughs> 41 for PS4. Yeah, that's rough, dude. Um, it definitely was not a good launch for them. Um, but thankfully, the you know, I think we carried the Twitch Rivals thing pretty well. Um, we took it serious enough to where people really dug it, and I think it was a good time. And you know, it helped me a ton. Like just even getting second place was fantastic just because like i just have so much floating debt that like this yeah like that was just like the nicest thing like i was i like i literally started crying on stream i was like just don't fucking cry i was just like try not to cry i was like oh my that God. was like the coolest thing because you called your mom or was that your mom you were talking yeah, on that the was phone? My mom. and i was like oh man and i was over here like tearing up you know like i don't cry. yeah because she's like she's just like blown away no because it was hilarious because you called her and you were like yeah you know that little lame-ass tournament i told you i was in yeah (laughs) Yeah, i just like mentioned it in passing by because i was like oh i probably won't do very well in this tournament so like i'm not gonna like pitch it to him hard or anything i was like yeah i'm in this tournament or whatever um you know i'll probably be home from work so if you see my car like you know don't freak out or anything i'm just gonna play in this and i'll go back to work the next day i i I got stuck in the tournament won a bunch of money and had to wake up and go to work the next day i was like (laughs) yeah you called your mom you're like yeah i won over like 10k and she's like yeah right and you're like no it's real yeah she uh, was like then he like broke down and it was it was insane dude it's crazy i was supposed to be in this tournament by the way yeah i know you're like i'm in the tournament like you weren't i was like what the hell happened i'm so salty about it man to be honest I already yelled at the Twitch Rivals people because I wasn't in it. Because it was kind of bullcrap. Because they sent the email while we were all out at 2K. And Mm -hmm. we were all checking out the game on the Friday. So no one saw the email. 2K didn't mention anything to us, of course. Yeah, no. And then you guys email. I think you were messaging Twitch Rivals people. Or were you messaging 2K? I think you were messaging 2K. There's a mistake I made. You were messaging 2K like ryan and stuff like hey i want to be in this tournament and i was messaging twitch rivals yeah and then they're like then they're like oh yeah sorry you didn't get in and then they're like well yeah brian told yeah yeah brian got out with me he said you know you excited for this tournament i said what the hell are you talking about he said you're in this tournament i was like oh okay um and then the twitch rivals people messaged me and they're like yeah we sent you an email and i looked at my emails like no you didn't but okay um and then they're like yeah you're in the tournament. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll just wait it out and see what happens, you know? So that's kind of what Yeah, I was a there. third, third in line on the back to like, if two other people dropped out, I would have got in. One person dropped out and then someone filled in and then I couldn't get in it. But it's probably because I didn't message UK. I was messaging the Twitch Rivals people. And then I come to find out Twitch Rivals is like, yeah, we don't know any of the big WWE game streamers. We don't understand this. Like, we're just going off 2K's words, so our bad. Yeah, like, yeah they, at first they had no submissions as a rule. Then they're like, eh, you can do submissions. It was supposed to be false they, anywhere also because they changed that too, but then they changed it back. I was like, oh, okay. Basically what they were coming up with with the rules were like, okay, well, you can't turn it off online, so mm-hmm. it's got to be, a, you, got, you, you, you have to allow it because you can't turn it off. Yeah, you so can't like, turn off anything. You can't do actually. You can't do a lot of stuff online. 
I don't think yeah, you, they, they, you can't use custom arenas. You can't use custom attire. Can't use custom arenas. Right? Can't edit custom rules. Yeah, you can't do anything. So any of the match rules, you can't edit any of that. There's a lot with the online. Uh, you can There's use custom attire. There's a lot with the whole game, man. It's just like... This is no kind of almost this online. beginning part has yeah this beginning part has almost turned into like a post mortem 2K talk and we're not even a week past the release date. <laughs> that's rough, man. I can't believe it's it was last Tuesday. That was it. Jeez, yeah. yeah it feels crazy. like an eternity. You know, it like really has like, felt like old it. lady. It's been 84 years. It's been, it feels like <laughs> yeah. that. Yo, hold on real quick. Oh, yeah, I gotta pop that open real quick, boy. You good? Oh, that was your monster. Yeah, I got a purple one. I can't You're see your white. camera right now, so I don't know. I thought you like broke your leg or something. I heard a pop. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Don't right? to break my leg. Ah! <laughs> so we had a few things. Like you were playing, uh, what? You were playing Limp Biscuit break stuff after the end. Yeah, I was actually confused on the um, copyright stuff because I was just playing Fred Durst the whole time. You know, I was just playing out Limp Biscuit. I was like, huh, I wonder if they can show this. So uh, on the Twitch Rival stream, actually, they muted my mic. Uh, they muted my gameplay mm -hmm. completely because I kept cursing. Um, yeah, yeah, one time they went full cam on Chris, and Chris goes, "What the f is this game? This game sucks so bad." And then they're like, "Uh, we cut away." <laughs> they cut away a lot because they cut away every time it lagged. There, there was also yeah, there was a huge lag part like where the beginning match would lag for like five minutes. Yes. They just stopped showing any gameplay and were like, "The Miz or who's it? Dolph Ziggler? What do you think?" Yeah. And they just like went to Dolph Ziggler and like, oh yeah, it was yeah, the weirdest yeah. Um, thing ever. The tag team part. So. After, you know, after I got second, they're like, let's do, you know, there's this tag team part where like the winner gets um, $7,000, the loser gets $2,500 or something like that. Or maybe the winner got $7,500. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that's a lot of money. So I was like, uh, and this is right after the, you know, the 40,000 tournament. So there was like 10,000 mm -hmm. left in this. Um, anyways, so they started up. They're like, what team do you want to be on? I'm like, oh, I'll be with Golden Boy just because me and Golden Boy have been friends for a long time. Uh I was like, yeah, I'll play with Golden Boy, and then I'll let Dank play with uh, Ember Moon or whatever, just because that's you know that's cool regardless. Yeah. And um, so, anyways, when you get online, uh, we had an issue where if you try to start a tag team match online, so when you try to start a tag team match online, it says Team One and Team Two, but the people in Team One are on different teams, and the people in Team Two are on yeah, different it's teams. very weird. So it's like you think you'd be side by side on the screen, but it's like one and then two and then. You're you're like one and three explain. are on a team and two and four are on a team. It's broken. And it's like you think the team would be the, yeah, yeah. It's very, and not to it's mention broken. when you guys got in the lobby, they had their mics on so loud, dude. I didn't even know we were starting. So yeah. So anyways, we get in the lobby or whatever, and I'm like sitting there. I'm like talking to my mom, like just fucking crying, just like talking to her about like how happy I was that I ended up getting second mm -hmm. in this thing. And all of a sudden, it's just. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, dude. I, I'm so confused. And it lasted for like 10 minutes. So that like we're in the game and like Dank and Ember Moon and Golden Boy, everybody's yelling through these PS4 mics that sound like garbage. Um, and then like the Michelle's trying to tell Chris like your gain's too loud. And he's like, no, it's not. Yeah, it's not too loud. I'm just like perpetually in shock this entire time i got no clue what's going on your jaw was um, just on the floor you were yeah, i'm like i don't think you were doing anything you're just like standing there yeah like, i was what just like is this? yeah i was just like pressing square just like trying to figure out where i am and what's going on like is this the actual <laughs> game so anyways in the tag team match uh golden boy gets in the ring and doesn't know how to get out because the controls change to get out of the ring um and he ends up dqing himself which i'm on his team which means we lose 
Um, and of course, Golden Boy's like, no, 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 no. Like, restart the game, restart the game. They're like, no, we got to go. See you later. All right, have a good night. I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> That's good. Switch Rivals overran the time because they're like, oh, yeah, we'll do two two out of three. Yeah, that ma- or bad, not two out of three. Bad idea. Yeah. We'll do best of three and then we'll figure it out. It'll, it'll, it'll be like a nice two hour turn. <laughs> <laughs> it took all day to like nine and a half, ten hours. Um, <laughs> So anyways, Golden Boy got in the ring, got DQ'd, but the, that wasn't even the bad part. So on our screen, me and Golden Boy, it says we got DQ'd and they won. On Dank and Ember's Moon, it, Ember Moon screen, it did not say that. It said, it said the match was still going. And uh, so like they're still playing because they got desynced, which was like what I thought mm-hmm. happened with Tangent. Yeah. Um, so th- <laughs> we got desynced and then Chris like pinned me, I guess. And he's like, we won. I'm like, I'm sitting there as, and, and when I say that he said we won, I said, we won. <laughs> it's what it sounded like on the mic. I was like, I'm so confused. Um, oh, so anyways, man. the tag team part was a complete clown fiesta. And I, uh, you know, I talked to Chris right afterwards. And I'm like, bro, s- split that tag team money, bro. Cause this is bullshit. <laughs> um, and he was cool about it. I mean, he knew, he knew it was a complete clown fiesta. Yeah, it, it was, it was, it was so bad. It um, was like the worst showing of the game. Like, yeah. So we're going to like put the showcase tag team, it. They it shouldn't was... have done that. They should have just ended it with me and Chris maybe. Um, and just giving out more money during the tournament just because uh, yeah yeah i feel like they just had like it ended on a good note that... between me and chris and then the tag team thing was just like because you're all like drained and you're like i guess we gotta do this tag thing now <laughs> like, yeah God, yeah i'm like this. i'm saying for to go 10 home. hours like oh my god this is rough they just had overall uh, i thought it was a great experience as a viewer i thought it was cool like it was a cool thing to watch uh, yeah, the only I thought thing it was that I fun would, to play in. It was just, you know, just because everybody was there. It, was like, it felt like a real community thing. The only thing I would say is that the Twitch Rivals thing was kind of messed a little bit because they would, like, take a three-minute commercial break, and then they'd come back, and, like, matches were, like, halfway through. So that was kind of weird. If you were only watching the Twitch Rivals thing, you'd be kind of mad. Like, Oh, oh well, it's probably because they just never run WWE for. Uh, honestly, if yeah, I was, man, if I was them, obviously, like, 2K gets, like, a million dollars in marketing every year that they can do yeah. something with, right? At least that seems Probably. to be the case. The um, million dollar challenge was their marketing. Yeah. Yeah. So the million dollar challenge happened, and then this year they did five hundred thousand for the uh, charity on Twitter. You remember that? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. That was and then cool. they did a fifty thousand dollar Twitch Rivals thing. So like, if I was them, um, I would just do the Twitch Rivals thing more. Like, I would just like because it creates a sense of like urgency for the game and like like mm-hmm. oh i need to play oh i need to stream on twitch oh i need to get good you know what i mean like that kind of thing just because yeah it creates almost it almost forces a community and like it will not cost like fifty thousand dollars for a tournament is a drop in the bucket in the 2k marketing budget Are you yeah right me? right to, they you should know, do to, that and then they to should me, also I'm like just... fifty thousand dollars would change my entire life forever you know what i mean so but like yeah, right. the 2k marketing budget they're just like <laughs> they should also just like do some paid marketing where they're like hey big streamers play this game you know like have a good time and here's some money like that that'd be another way yeah. to grow it on top of the tournament stuff is getting like i mean i always support like, the competitive wb stuff just i mean like maybe the game isn't in like the it's definitely not the best state for the competitive stuff. like it was definitely a lot more fun when we you know it was 2k 13 or w13 and 2k14 yeah but like i always support it just because it's a, it's a it's like almost like it's like a faux fighter game it's it's interesting there's definitely a there's definitely a meta it's just they have to fix the cheese shit and like that's never going to be that's never going to be a like focus for for this series ever yeah. 
which is always going to be the biggest downfall is like, you know, it should, there's, you should always have a chance to reversal proc, like no matter what, like if you toss somebody up, there should be a chance to reverse. Like the fact that there isn't kind of dumb. Um, yeah, there's, there's definitely a, like, I, I want there to be a competitive scene for this game, but it, it's never, I don't think it's ever going to really happen. Like real big competitive, like, well, it's because like, also if you, if you split like the countries and shit, like if you do us versus UK, it becomes an incredibly like unfun experience yeah. just because the connection is just so and even bad. from east coast to west coast with you and chris was like connection it was, awful. was insane yeah. yeah it was awful i think so everybody like, else i played was pretty good but against chris it was just really really bad I just need that dedicated server man get it yeah um it so i mean it's been an interesting launch for 2k you have a lot to a lot of ground to make up <laughs> a lot yeah. uh this whatever happens in two weeks um Needs to be something big, man, because like I'm dead ass. Like I almost just want to go back to 2K19 just because I know it works. One, I know they it need works. To give and two, like, the creations are there. They need to give like a big statement, and then they need to get I don't know. Give us some of the DLC for free or something. I don't know. What are they gonna do? Something's got to happen. Well, the biggest thing is like it, the biggest thing too is the game. Like the way that they launched, like they're never gonna recover from this. Like it, like even if they release a patch two weeks from now or whatever the case may be, the game's still going to be broken by the time 2K21 comes out, and that's just fucking guaranteed. There's no way that they, on a yearly cycle, that they fix this game, fix the entirety of this game. They're, what they're going to do is just make sure it's passable, and they're going to move yeah. on to the next game. Because there's just no way. So. There's no way that they have a team. There's just no way. Um, just because they spent most of the development cycle learning how to code on the on the Ukes engine anyways. Um you know, and, and figuring out all that. So like them trying to fix all this shit with, you know, while also making the next game, it's just like, dude, we know we're not dumb. You know what I mean? Like the people like follow along, like most people yeah. that follow along aren't dumb. Like they know how this is going to go. We've played the, you know, we've been on the series forever. Um, we know how 2k cycles go and stuff like that. And, uh, the biggest thing is like, this gonna... is going to haunt them forever. Like people still talk about 2k 15 and like fundamentally that game wasn't even busted. It was just boring. And uh, yeah, you go back and play that. It's like the graphics are actually pretty good in that game when you look yeah. at it in like retrospect. And like, there's just nothing it's not to do. that bad of a game. Yeah, it's just boring. It's not like it's broken, like the controls are bad or like you couldn't use a created whatever. It's like, no, it's just boring. Yeah, it was boring. The chain wrestling wasn't really fleshed out at all. It was just corny. But this one is just like, people will be like, it doesn't matter. They could 2K28 and people will be like, you remember 2K20? <laughs> like, they just need to. Sweep it under the rug and move on. That's yeah, like what the Switch do. thing too. Like I'll never forget the Switch version of. 2K. They didn't even talk about the Switch. They yeah, because the, the company that even ported it don't, doesn't even talk about it. It's not even on their website. They literally just wipe their hands <laughs> of it. It never existed. Like that, they they literally went on their Twitter, the company that ported it, and deleted everything that had to do with that game. They 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 looked up anything like hashtag two K eighteen and deleted it. I'm not kidding. There's like That's one insane. tweet. There's one tweet that they missed because I think they misspelled it and like it's still up there on their account. I looked at it the other day. That's crazy. Um, and honestly, I would not be surprised. Like the way that they toned that message is like, I'm pretty sure that's going to happen here. Like they're just like, you know, there's some concerns or whatever. They'll release the patch. It'll be stable mm. enough to where you can play and then we'll move the fuck on and like never talk about this shit again. Um, it was I just a bad so. year for them because they're releasing four or like three more DLCs. They're like big DLCs, you know, and they have to like market yeah. that and like call that. It's just like, if this was like last, you know, last couple of games, they didn't even like talk about the DLC. It's like, oh yeah, by the way, the moves back's coming on or whatever. You can get it, you don't want to get it, whatever. But this one is uh is nuts. Well, thankfully AEW this week was pretty good. 
uh <laughs> you know that's yeah. a nice thing to to be able to talk about here is um i think it was another good week of AEW TV. so i'm happy with that did you uh end up catching it this week yeah for sure they're always like they're always pulling something out of the hat you know it's like how yeah. are they gonna top last week and they always pull something out cody Rhodes punch class i said oh my god <laughs> this is the greatest tv show of all time did you see mjf's tweet what do you say he tweeted like a picture of his scarf. He's like, it's okay. We're good to go. Like he was like yeah, a picture of Justin's scarf. He's like, no damage done. We're still good. Dude, that, that was like really, really cool. Like that whole segment was dope. It was like Cody coming out to the ring and then, and then Jericho up in the, in the uh, box seats. And then the way they did it was funny. Like Jericho is like, yeah, come get some or whatever. And Cody's like, you know, I don't know what you think this is, but I can get my ass up there. I'll beat your ass right now. And then, like yeah, the way said, that they said, did it was, what do you say? He said, this isn't the other company we came from. These aren't invisible walls between these ropes. We can walk right yeah, through. Yeah, that was awesome. Like, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, was and, and then the way that they did it was so self-aware. I loved it. Like the um, where he just sat there and like everyone knew someone was coming out. And like Cody's like pointing at the ramp and he's like, the boys are yeah. coming down. And then DDP hit. And I'm like, oh my right. God, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like that was like my favorite. I think that was my favorite segment in the whole show, honestly. Um, well, that was the favorite thing of the week, man. That was fantastic. They it's haven't, like, they haven't the done a ton of stuff like that, have they? Not really. I guess maybe like the when they brawled and then they put him through the glass coffee table when you had Moxley. Yeah, but that was during a match. DDT, like this but, is, I was thinking about it. I'm like, this is like one of the first actual non-wrestling segments they've had, like, period, right? I yeah, mean, like, Cody they had was the in SCU the ring thing. to make, an, make a statement. Uh, he was going to make like a big statement regarding his match at full gear or something that's why he was out there and then jericho interrupted him with the air horn i like that a lot actually i like that the show has been just been like wrestling and then like the the couple of segments they do end up doing are just fucking great like they're just really really good um i love that they brought like it went outside the ring like it went outside of like this like it's you know cody said it the, like the safe space like yeah that was really really cool so um, Cody ends up walking up to the box where inner circle is with Dustin, uh, DDP and MJ, MJF. And he punches the glass on the door and just like bum rushes them. It was really cool. He drags them yeah, out to the hallway. So cool. Yeah. Like he, they're out there with all the fans and stuff and they're brawling. It's like, man, this is awesome. One, because DDP came out. And I was like, Oh my God. Like I did not expect DDP to come out. Yeah, that's like, so cool. I knew he was part of the Rhodes team, but I was like, man, this is awesome. Like that was one of my favorite segments in a long time on like Western television. Like that was, yeah, just it was really, so cool really to cool. see him brawl all around. And even like Jim Ross had a good line. They're going to destroy Dippin' Dots. <laughs> like, oh, and then they came out with the teach the Dippin' Dots t-shirt. I was like, yeah. wow. Um, this yeah, segment, Jericho dude. screaming. I got a ticket. You can't beat me. They up. made I got a t-shirt a about that too. <laughs> oh my. Everything Jericho says is a t-shirt. They're making so much money, man. These, these AEW like diehards, they will literally buy every one of these t-shirts they release. And and AEW knows it, so they just come. They are pumping these shirts. Plus, out they do right. uh, on demand printing, so they don't like have stock of their stuff. So it's like the perfect marketing. Six hundred IQ. Print. They just print as many as they need. Like they limited yeah. time run. If we sell one or we sell a thousand or a million, it doesn't matter. Like we're not going to waste a bunch of money. That's like That's how really Forest Tees makes all their money with their on demand shipping and printing. It's yeah. crazy. They're like one of the it's only good, companies though. that does it too. I think there's a couple more. I think what a maneuver is one. There's a couple more, but yeah, yeah, pro wrestling tees is like the, the one, and they are. I think they, I think they're the official AEW t-shirt place, right? Yeah, if you go to AEW merch or something like that dot com, yeah. it goes to pro wrestling tees slash AEW or something like that. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's my, crazy. I think one of my favorite parts about this was like Cody was like, yeah, yeah, like shut up, Jericho, or whatever. You can sit up there all you want because he's got his ticket or whatever. Like, shut up. He's like, yeah. you're a millennial. And he just like took the jacket off and rushed up there. It's like, oh my God. All right. So like, he liked the boomer talk. <laughs> and then Jericho's like, you got a stupid scarf, MJF. Who wears a scarf? Yeah, MJF just gets super pissed. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Jericho's so self aware awesome. of everything. That's why I love it, man. Like, this whole company is. They're, they're like, that's one of yeah. the coolest things is like, how aware they are of what they're doing. And I think it makes it um, a little, a little more enticing to watch, especially, you know, as Jericho's sitting up there and he's like, I got the ticket or whatever. And as they're coming up the, the thing or whatever, Jericho like backs up into the door and like shuts the door. You know, like if you shut, if yeah. you shut a uh, door to a box, like you can't open it from one side. So like, that's what they're, it was like legitimately like an <laughs> issue. Cause we sit, we've sat in boxes before and they're like, don't close the door. You know, <laughs> like close yeah, the door. Like yeah. you can't come in and out. Yeah, Cause you can't get in. Yeah. Yeah. So like that was a legitimate thing they did. And, I, and like, he just looked over and when he punched that glass, I was like, what in the, I did not expect him to punch a glass. I like at all. No, I didn't. I just find it hilarious that like Jericho and the inner circle all got tickets to like this show. And they're just like, he's the <laughs> champion of the company, but he's like buying tickets to the show. He's like, well, I'm not booked on the show. I get the ticket away. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, shit. Like, that was cool. That was hilarious. Yeah, that yeah. was definitely one of my favorite segments in uh, in recent memory. And I, I hope I hope they keep up segments like this. And like, remember when they did the SCU one where they were outside in front of the White House and stuff? Yeah, and, yeah. Like keep that it was like, cool too. If, the more that you integrate stuff outside the ring and outside the just general atmosphere of where it's at it's really really dope mm -hmm. i think like if you can mix that in with like interviews in the ring and interviews on the side of the ring but then like have segments where it's in and out as long as you have a good a healthy amount of like in and out because that was one of my favorite parts growing up was like when you know we talked about it before where you know stone colds on the bridge with they had to reuse that bridge a hundred yeah. times man i, I swear <laughs> no. to god it's the same Whenever bridge they were in time. that town they're like we got to use the bridge <laughs> yeah throw something off the bridge it's just like oh, okay um and i look forward to it every single time so i, I like i definitely hope AEW ends up keeping that up because that's some that's like stuff. something moxley's gonna do at one point he's gonna throw the AEW title off a bridge no oh, i hope so i hope it'll so. be fantastic yeah <laughs> There's a lot of other good stuff. I think the one, the one big takeaway from this was like, how many tag matches were on this show, man? There was, there yeah, was that that was my biggest detractor on the show. I think they're very tag heavy. Like they wanted tag team wrestling to be like their thing, and they're definitely making the tag team wrestling scene their thing. Like, and that's cool because I mean, matches. like all the tag team matches are fun. I mean, like the the private party uh, Lucha Bros match was like pretty nuts like they went out there and just like it was a great opening match um mm -hmm. i think my biggest thing is like lucha bros okay well private pri party is cool and i like them a lot it's just like you could tell in this match like it almost got exposed a little bit in a way um where lucha bros is like lucha bros does shit and like they have so much intensity and maliciousness to them yeah, yeah, yeah. and private party just is just kind of like hanging out and waiting for the spots to come up and stuff it's like that was like I feel like it kind of exposed them a little bit, but I mean the match was fun as hell. Like if I was there live drinking, bro, I'd be freaking out. Like that one, I, there, there was that one spot where they went for gin and juice, and he did the Canadian Destroyer, and I was like, oh my god, this rules! Like that was great. I, I, I think what you're saying is just that Lucha Bros are just like they're like top tier tag team. They're like, so good. Yeah, they're, they're so good. So good. like against anybody that's lesser because the matches with the young bucks have been like insane you know because they're just like yeah. top tier tag they team each other in that when they have anybody anybody lesser than them like i'll say private party's bad but it's just like anybody that's not on their level you can totally tell and it's just, you'll like, know right away it's, it's like that with yeah. um it's like in the women's division too with reho 
Um, mm-hmm. She's just, but she's a little better at like bringing people along with them. I think Lucha Bros is kind of like, you know, they're going to get their shit in and they're going to look good doing yeah. it. You know, Riho, on the other hand, is like, you know, I'll bring you along and make sure you can keep up with me. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, especially when it came down to like the uh, Britt Baker stuff and like she obviously, like she, Riho made Britt look a lot better than uh, she had, you know, any right in doing. Right, um, right. I think the coolest thing about this whole, like my favorite thing in AEW is like TV time remaining on their matches. I think that's oh, the yeah, dude, that rules. Like that, that's so cool. And just the fact that they're like, it's almost like, oh, we gotta, we gotta put them away. And they're just like, they're all going for like their finishes. And they're yeah. like, we gotta, we gotta wrap this one up. And it's like 10 minutes remaining TV time. Rem-, and it's so cool. That's like a concept that is, I don't think that's ever really been used in mainstream television yeah, wrestling. Yeah, right? I mean, TNA had the timer on the screen during the FSN days. Right. So yeah, like, they've done, they've done time limit matches, but I, I love the TV time remaining. Like the main, the main like, event TV time remaining. Cause yeah. you're thinking about like, well, if this Jericho segment didn't go so long, they would have had more time and the match would have ended. But yeah, that's like, it's, it's almost it, like it adds a sense. It's weird because it should make it predictable, but it makes it more unpredictable, which is cool. Yeah. I think that's like the cool, that's like my favorite thing about the main events, TV time remaining. Cause like the other matches have like 10 minute or like 20 minute time yeah. limits or whatever, depending on the match. But I think TV time remaining is really cool. Yeah. And this, I mean, they went to a time limit draw and this is like one of the first times they've done that on like a weekly episode of the show. Uh, Pac and, mm-hmm moxley went to a time limit draw it was interesting to see the crowd reaction to it too i was i was actually wondering what the crowd reaction would be to a time limit draw on tv because it was mm-hmm. going to happen eventually and i guess it happened and uh they booed but it's they booed that they they didn't boo because they hated the time limit draw they booed because it ended <laughs> which was like yeah. you know i think that was probably best case scenario for that because then moxley got to be pissed off and then he attacked the referee and then you know, they went on Twitter like, hey, hey don't do that again now. Hey, don't be no attacking on referee now. It's like, oh, okay, I, 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 I won't. <laughs> it could be like, a, they could do like a cool, I guess maybe that would ruin the timeline thing, but I could say that I could see them doing something like, oh, well, we're going to finish this match on AEW Dark or something. You know what I mean? Like that could be a cool little way. But oh, dude, again. that would be really cool. Like, um, yeah, like maybe, you know, go off TV with the time limit draw, but they could have, you know, have it keep going and then show it on AEW Dark or whatever. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're like, oh, that's all the time we got for TV. So this, but I guess their thing is like, when time is up, time is up. That's it. I like that too. I mean, either one of those is, is dope, I think. I think either way you could, you know, have They would just kind of push the AEW Dark show even more than they already know. You know? I think the one but, thing that I really like don't get, okay, so like, I think the next week they're in Charleston uh, or this upcoming week, I guess, they're in Charleston. And I, you yeah. know, I was looking at the card. I'm like, oh, okay, it's like Cody and Jericho, and uh, you know, the tag team, whatever, and and like Rick and Morty or whatever they announced. Did you see that yeah. Rick and Morty? They're giving away Rick up. and Morty masks or yeah, something. Rick, Rick and Morty's coming to hang out. I'm like looking at this card that's been announced so far. I'm like, there are no women announced for this card. Like it started off super hot. Like Riho got really, really over, and like they were ready. Mm-hmm. To, you know, they were really revving, and like they have like week by week, just stopped <laughs> like they haven't even announced a woman thing for this show yet and it's like man this is this is rough because it's just like like this week they had like three or four tag team matches i'm like you couldn't figure out like right now it just looks like the tag team or the women's division is just Britt baker and reho and that's it but that that's literally what this division is right now it's just Britt yeah baker, definitely Britt baker heavy which i don't know if that's the right move to make i really, don't get it either 
Um, I don't. I'm not. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it is about that Rebecca. shit. Not... This week was hilarious. She came out with some Pittsburgh mascot and like the pyros blaring off. I'm like, oh shit! All right, so like Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh. I was like, wow, they really gave her the fanfare on this one. Good lord. Oh, and they put her against Jamie Hader, who um, she works in Star. They actually mentioned Stardom on TV, which was cool. Yeah, they did. Um, which I didn't. I didn't really know who it was, but that was. Yeah, cool. yeah. Well, she's fucking good, and you, like you saw, like you saw her this week working, and like she's really, really good. Um, and once again, I feel like she's she looked better than Britt did. So like every that's like one of the issues with trying to get Britt over is like even when they get like this, Hader is like a very good like kind of emotional heel. And she plays the mm-hmm. crowd really well and she gets booed. But like, she's really good. So it's like, you know, when, when Brit's facing her, it's like, oh, she's better than Brit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, not Brit's, a good match for Brit. Yeah, Brit's having like a super hard time, like getting anything over because like everyone she faces is just like on another level where, than where she's at. Um, which I, I, I gotta yeah. wonder what the hell's going on because it's got to be like, conflicting schedules with um you know because they have awesome kong uh i think they still have oh, yeah. aja kong for some dates they're supposed to do something they full do, gear with yeah. that there's Hikaru, a there's a deep um, roster too that they're not utilizing yeah yeah um hikari shida is moving she literally just moved to the u.s like yesterday <laughs> so like she's here full time now um they have sadie gibbs that literally is just working here and they're not using her at all and she's like incredibly athletic and she's she can do a fucking sasuke special and not many women can do that um be priestly you got brandy Rhodes who's not being used in uh yeah so like they no they (laughs) fucking push brandy Rhodes. so like jamie Hayter is backstage cutting a promo and then brandy Rhodes pushes her and does this weird thing with her finger i'm like what is black magic what the hell is this yeah she's doing like i cast a spell on you or something (laughs) what is this um that was awful i was like i don't know why they did that was the worst thing i ever seen in my life like i I don't i don't understand like why she's even on tv dude because it's just like what's the point like what what like i i is she an active competitor like what's happening you know she was ready. She was going to do that one match, and then like Awesome Kong came in, or that's when they were teasing the Kong stuff, right? So like, I yeah, don't know what's going on. She's the chief brandy officer, whatever that means. The chief brandy officer. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> brother! Chief brandy. I was I like, you know what that yeah, means? This is, I was like, this is that's just because dude. Stephanie's the chief brand officer of WWE, so she's the chief brandy officer of AEW. So yeah, that was doo sauce. <laughs> I was like, this is bad. Uh, I guess but, what they're building to next week, though, is just the tag team finals for the championships. So, yeah, but it's like they got so many talented women. I'm like, why is nothing happening here, man? Like, I just don't, I don't understand. Like, it just would be nice, especially because, you know, you they put them on dark. Like, I think they had a fatal four ways like Sadie Gibbs, and you have to like also push these women. Like, you can't like Riho can take them, you know, most of the way, <laughs> but she also needs, you know, it takes two to tangle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, on the poster for the, for the show, they have Allie on it. So that's it. Then the one woman is Allie. It's, yeah, it's weird. I like, I like, I like Allie and I think she's like, is dope, but like, I'm definitely not like off the seams looking forward to like Allie versus um, Riho or anything, you know, like Allie versus Britt Baker. Like I'm not, they're, they're yeah, not yeah, right. like they have but they have like a ton of people that I, I do like like they can eventually build Britt baker and alley to that point i think to where i maybe would look forward to it but like i'm not right now like what i'm looking forward to is like hikaru shida who kicked fucking ass at the pay-per-view um riho who has won over literally everybody 
Um, you're bring, you know, you got Sadie Gibbs there. That, like I said, that is just a freak of nature. B Priestley is, you know, she's B Priestley, but she, it, people like her a lot. Um, especially in America and <laughs> Japan, maybe not yeah. so much, but America, they yeah. really, they like B Priestley. Um, it's just like, you have so many people to pick from. You keep bringing in Emmy Sakura a bunch and like, that's like a free matchup right there because she trained Riho. Just do that match. Just have, let them have a singles match. Just do that. Like if just you need to do that, yeah, yeah. Just like they face each other a hundred thousand times. Just let it happen. <laughs> you know, just it's right there for you, bro. Um, but for whatever reason, they just keep not doing that. So, um, and the way they started the show this week was super cool too. It just like no intro. No, I may, yeah, I, I, I was watching it because I watched it on replay, not not live. So I was watching like the TNT app. I'm like, oh, did like I miss the intro or did they like, cut it off? And it was like, no, they that's just, just how it started straight up. I was like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> like this is it, it like something super small like that makes it feel like a super evolving show. Like what we're watching is changing every week, whether yeah. you know whether we want it to or not. It's just very, uh, it's very cool. It's very dope. And I hate to do like the comparison to WWE, but it's always like, you know, the first 30 minutes is going to be talking in WWE. So you're like, no, I mean, you do. I mean, comes out, yeah, you, comes te- you pretty much know how the program's going to go. Um, and that's just because we've watched it for so much. And like AEW has that is that like, we don't know what's going to happen. Like we don't, we have no, we have no program for how this show is going to go. And like, it makes it unpredictable yeah. and a lot of fun to watch just because we have no clue what's going on. We're just like, we're just kind of tuning in for the ride and hoping for the best because one, we don't have any disdain against this company just yet. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. we, we don't, we, we haven't been let down and we ha- like, everything's been kind of firing on, on all cylinders for them. So like I tune in and whatever they want to show me, I'm ready for that experience. And, uh, I think they're doing that as well themselves are kind of like, all right, how can we make this different than last week? And let's do it. Yeah. I seriously, think, a good thing I seriously think they do that every single week. They're like, okay, so let's write out a program and then like find a way to f- just fucking do something different. Like I, I think that's really really cool that they end up doing. Yeah, stuff you, like you that. can definitely tell. Uh, on the on the flip side of stuff, um, Chad Gable was dressed like a uh, daytime kids show dude, so that was really cool. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shorty G, Shorty G, Shorty G. He said, "I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say this promo. I ain't gonna <laughs> sit here and say, they say nothing no more. You know what? I am short and I'm proud of it." Okay. <laughs> like, yes, you are short. Is there anything else you would like to say here? I was like, uh, okay. I, I mean, it's like, so funny. Like, it, like how they, like Ray Mysterio. That's how a short person should like get over. You know, like everything they did with Ray to put him over and make him like. Ah, oh, so that's what guy. they should do, Tony. They should they should take Chad Gable, put him on a stretcher, and then throw him up against a turnbuckle. <laughs> yes. That good work. Too. They should get the great Kali to come squish his head in. <laughs> if they don't look, you have the blueprints to getting somebody over. Squish your head in. Have Batista <laughs> grab him by the neck. Like there's just a lot of ways you can get him over. Oh my god! And uh, put yeah, him out there. Lawn dart him into the side of the production truck. Oh yeah, fantastic. like Kevin Nash. Yeah, just fucking just. Oh my god, I was right there. <laughs> yeah man this was like the funniest shit i ever seen in my life i thought i was having a fever dream tony i looked at this picture i said what the hell is this he just got a big tank top on that says g <laughs> i said damn this is crazy like just the other week he was like a badass shoot olympic wrestler this that sucks. like got this second sucks. in king of the ring i was like damn all right well they're pushing this man chad gable this and then like sucks. a week after they pushed him they're like 
All right, we're doing that shorty the G thing. We got this trademark. <laughs> that shit had me fucked up. I said, oh, this sucks. He's like the he's like an Olympic son of Kurt Angle. He should have been like the greatest wrestler ever. Like American Alpha was one of the most over tag teams in NXT. Jason Jordan ended up becoming Kurt Angle's son and then got injured. And then Chad Gable is dressed up like a kid going to recess. <laughs> this uh This is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life, dude. I was like, I cannot believe that they have a shoot Olympian. On the <laughs> roster, and they're like, "You are Shorty G, you dumbass." <laughs> I saw him out there with Hulk Hogan. I said, "Dude, they're fucking this dude up hard." <laughs> they're like, he must have shit in somebody's bag or something because this man got the work. Who did he piss off? He probably smiled backstage or sneezed in Vince's office. And you know, Shorty you know, Ch you know, Chad in his head's like. I'm gonna own this, baby. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break through whatever they give me here. It's just like, good luck. <laughs> Remember how how excited we were? We're like Baron and and Chad Gable had a sick match. Like they put on Dude, a Baron looked like, like a million bucks after that tournament. And this is Chad be great. incredible. Yeah, I remember that. That's that's, all, that's my only takeaway. I think that's the only thing I know about WWE from this week is I I I had to look at this Chad Gable thing because it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. I was like, man, we were just talking about how over this dude is now. It's like, how long is this going to last now? <laughs> there was the NXT stuff with Finn Balor. I don't know if you caught that. Yes, because people sent it to me. Um, the sure? where he, uh, he, I'm guessing he didn't join Undisputed Era. He just kind of, he's just turned on Johnny and I think it'd be cool if he did join, but also see the other side where like he's not. I don't know. It's gonna give you your favorite match of all time, Johnny Gargano. He's gonna wrestle. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait. They're gonna go 50 Ooh. minutes. Johnny Gargano's yeah. gonna do his face thing. I'm so excited. He's gonna steal his finisher. <laughs> but I thought it was cool because Finn has been kind of lame since he came. You know, he's he hasn't done really anything. Yo, let's talk right? about Finn for a second. Cause I was talking to Dalton about this on Twitter the other day. This dude <laughs> is such you can do a case study on this man's WWE run since right, the since go. the day that he let's came open into it up. since the day he came into WWE has his gimmick not been, hey man, I did some cool ass shit in Japan. Has that not been his gimmick the entire time? That's kind of like, like Gallows and Anderson too, though. They're like, yeah, but we at were least awesome Gallows and Anderson have like something to their name in like they did the club thing in in WWE, so at least they oh, have yeah, like yeah, so yeah. they have something. Yeah, Finn Balor yeah, has. Finn, yeah, I see that. I definitely do. He has nothing. He has nothing. So like, we're, how long has he been here? Five years? He's been in the WWE a long time. And it's like, it, they've reset his gimmick at NXT and his gimmick is, shit, bro, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I did some cool finger gun stuff in Japan. Uh, so that's what it is. It's about to get real it rock took, and roller. Yeah, it here. took five years for them to do the exact thing he was doing Six years ago, it's like yeah, if he came in it, as Prince Devitt, it would have been yeah, Why didn't he just do this right when he showed up? Like you spent all this time, like this dude was an entrance for five years. That's all. That's <laughs> yeah, like this that's dude was an entrance for five years, and you tell me you couldn't just have him go. I'm real, uh, real rock and roller shooter. You know what I mean? Like just like you tell me, New Japan. <laughs> it's like they had to like reset him just so he can be like, yeah, we did this in WB. It's like, bro, are you kidding me? You couldn't do this. Well, at least AEW uh, produced some good stuff this week. So, like, I was happy with that. Um, yeah, it I'm, doesn't help that I'm not, like, entirely thrilled about Crown Jewel. Just based on Yeah, like, I, this whole time period right now is just, like, 
uh, all right, can we like move on to whatever's next? <laughs> I feel like, uh, I feel like whatever's next isn't very great. I think Survivor Series is next. So like, this is just like a very bland time in WWE's pay-per-view schedule. Is Survivor Series next or? Uh, hold on. Let me see here. Yeah, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty sure because they usually run Survivor Series in November. So November's next. Um, so that war makes games and war games. War games. What else they got? What's after? At war least games? the first one was Survivor Series. Yeah, War Games Survivor Series. I think it's just that Tyson Fury. I don't care about. I just don't care about games. anything on Crown Jewel period because it doesn't fucking matter. Like that's a, that's a, just another scenario of like whatever happens here doesn't matter. Like like Shawn Michaels coming back for that match or whatever. Like everyone already forgot about that. Like it just it didn't exist. So it's just like yeah, and then the, just, let's the move big on. battle royal they do that. Doesn't matter. I guess this year it matter. I don't know. Moonsor, what Mansor? What's his name? Mansor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't even put him on TV after that. <laughs> he yeah. Won, yeah, he won the he won that big thing, and then like they never put him on TV. So just like okay. yeah, it's like all right. Yeah, just that makes sense. This is just such a down period in WWE. It's like hard, it's hard to say anything like super positive about it because it, it like it is such a down period, and like there isn't much. It's going just on. like a letdown from like. I don't know. It's just like from Hell in a Cell to this. It's like uh, we were all yeah. Everyone was talking about the finish to Hell in a Cell, and then like all that shit died down. Now we're talking about Crown Jewel, and it's just like okay, can we get to the next thing? Because like they announced the match for Crown Jewel, they're like it can't be stopped for any reason whatsoever. I'm like okay, so like how's it gonna get stopped? (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly how I think about it. It can't be stopped for whatever reason, so it is gonna be stopped. All right. So what are you gonna do to make it end? Like, yeah. how is whatever. it going to end? Fuck, I would, I would die laughing if like they, uh, you know, like the old uh, Ric Flair NWA reigns where like the Fiend beat them in Crown Jewel, but they don't acknowledge it on TV or whatever. And Seth's <laughs> the championship. They <laughs> just don't ever talk about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, like Seth just comes back to the championship. Man, I put it all out. Yeah, empty the tank I'm for the Fiend. Empty the tank of gas <laughs> for the Fiend. Yeah, like, man, all right, brother. I know you talking about that. We got Survivor Series and then Starcade. Apparently, Starcade's a thing. Ah, uh, Starcast or Starcade? Starcade, December first. Oh, oh, because they do the Starcade thing for the house show network special. Is it a network special? Yeah, last time they did it was a network special. Mm, okay, then I guess we'll skip over that one. TLC's after. There's that, so but. much to skip. There's just like so much content to not watch. It's like, man, it drags me out That's of whatever. True. Like I can't. Like I don't want to keep up with it because like I don't care. It's like, man, That's come on. true. They do Get have so much stuff. This is content, 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 content. Drown everything else out, but in the in the meantime, you're drowning yourself out, man. Trying to drown everybody else, you end up drowning with them. You know what I mean? Like this is it's rough times. Now, if Crown Jewel had light tube bundle matches, fuck yeah. If Seth versus the Fiend has a light tube bundle or a light tube log cabin, sign me the fuck up for light tube log cabin. Let's go. Yeah, like we're getting crazy, dude. Like if we're doing that, fuck yeah. Give me that's a new Firefly Flint out. Firefly. Yeah, like he walks into the funhouse and it's just a fucking there's light tube dust all over the room and just log cabins all over the place oh hell yeah we're gonna get crazy they're gonna end up they're gonna go backstage the fiend's gonna do something wacky they're gonna end up like this weird alternate well dude they can't they can't go any less than what they already have done so like we have so far past whatever the fuck they thought they were gonna do with this feud at hell in a cell where they just like took out a big mallet they had all the weapons in the ring so like whatever the hell happens at crown jewel if they have a regular wrestling match it's gonna go over like a wet fart they cannot have, you cannot, you can no longer have a regular wrestling match with these two it's guys. It's going to be fantastic because these people in Saudi Arabia are not going to care. You can't have a regular wrestling match. So what do you do? He better, I swear to God, he better use that mallet. 
He better hit him with it's that. Falls mallet. count anyway, right? Isn't it falls count anyway? Yeah, I think so. So they're gonna end up in like this firefight. I don't even know. They're gonna they end have up in like to. They gotta do universe. something. And it can't end it in a pin. Seth Rollins is gonna go through a black hole, and then that's how the pay per view ends. There like, ain't no Hulkamaniacs here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's not hot. <laughs> oh my gosh! You imagine? I, that'd be better than anything they're gonna give us. To be honest. It can't end in a pin. If he just strapped curb stomps and beats him, it'd be the worst thing they do all year. He's gonna do one curb stomp and pin. Oh my it. god. They they have they they have so far past that. God damn. Whoo, they gotta get crazy. I like they yeah, they better like transport him to like the the just the depths of hell or something. They better fight in hell. Cause they got they gotta get crazy, man. Can I read you this real quick while we're talking about before we wrap this up? I got the little R size squared circle thing I want to read here. Sure, yeah, go ahead. In K Fabe, is Rey Mysterio the worst father of all time? <laughs> His son ended up being put on the line in a ladder match where it was possible he could end up in the custody of Eddie Guerrero, who at the time was a psychopath. Then 15 years later, his son returns to his dad's workplace, only to get beaten up multiple times. Each time, Mysterio fails to protect him. Now he's getting kids to call someone a cock, blah, blah. <laughs> in Puerto Rico. <laughs> I forgot about that Rey Mysterio thing. <laughs> Rey Mysterio was like getting little five-year-old kids to chant like cocksucker or something. Like, <laughs> oh my God, Rey, no. So that's Rey Mysterio, the worst father of all time. So that's fantastic. Or the best, if you want to look at it either way. Like, I think Dominic grew up to be a pretty good kid, and now a bunch of kids are have a bunch of Fortnite shit to say when they're on the microphone now. They're going to call a bunch we of people cocksuckers. We love Fortnite. We love Fortnite. So like maybe <laughs> you can make an argument he's the best. So I just wanted to put that out there. I thought that was hilarious before we ended it. I thought I'd share that. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Because I, I, I almost forgot. I read the Puerto Rico shit about the cocksucker. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, that works out great. <laughs> Thank you, Ray Ray. All, yeah, I mean, even in your in your twilight years, you bring us some great fucking shit in wrestling, man. Thank you. Can't wait to play 2K20 and beat my kids. <laughs> Enjoy 619. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's a good place to wrap it up here for this episode of Deadlight. Deadlight episode number nine. Uh, appreciate Ooh, Tony. Number 10, we're going to be from an Airbnb. Don't worry. It's yeah, we Airbnb. have to go find an Airbnb. We'll be back here in a minute. <laughs> uh, hopefully, Marcus will be back next week. Hopefully, he's over his sickness and uh, we're back to the regular crew here. Um, remember to head over to Apple. If you guys want to help support, uh, leave that five-star rating and leave a little review, head over to the shop, buy you a t-shirt, uh, you know, just simple ways to do that. Patreon.com forward slash deadlightbw, whatever the case may be, you know what the case is. And, uh, we'll be back next week, man. Hopefully we have another good week. AEW. Hopefully Chad Gable changes up his gear again. Hopefully this time he's got, a, he's got an even bigger G on his, on his front. So I'm excited to see how this, uh, traverses. Uh, anyways thank you guys once again and uh, we'll catch you guys on the next episode of the Deadlock Podcast